0: Acts 13 please, Acts 13, Hallelujah. Acts 13, let's do the declaration over the word of God tonight, our Bible confession to declare what we're expecting to see and happen in our hearts tonight. All right, let's do it. Ready, go. This is my Bible. It is the inspired, infallible, immutable word of God. I long for it more than my necessary food. I love it, and I'm never offended. I live by it, and I prosper in whatever I do. The word that I'm about to receive will sanctify me, build me up, and give me an inheritance among the saints. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, Acts 13, we're going to read verses 1 through 3 before you take your seats tonight. Verse 1 through 3. 3. You have that? Yes, All right, let's read it together. Ready? Read. Now in the church that was at Antioch, there were certain prophets and teachers, Barnabas, Simeon, who was called Niger, Lucius of Cyrene, Manan, who had been brought up with Hetherid the Tetrarch, and Saul. I noticed most of y'all cut out on those names right let Okay, let's, let's pick up verse 2 then. Ready? Go. As they ministered to the Lord and fasted, the Holy Spirit said, now separate to me Barnabas and Saul for the work to which I have called them. Then having fasted and prayed and laid hands on them, they sent them away. All right, you may take your seats tonight. Tonight I want to, cont- I want to talk on this subject of ministering to the Lord, ministering to the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. As um, if I were writing a book, I would maybe do a subtopic to this. Uh, And I call it something like how to position yourself to hear from the Lord. How to position yourself to hear from the Lord. How many of y'all want to hear from the Lord? How many understand we need to hear from the Lord? There are all kind of predicaments and circumstances and situations that you and I can run into or that come upon us that we need to hear from God. We need a word from the Lord, right? One word from the Lord. remove all doubt. Amen. So if we don't get that word, we don't know what to do. Praise God. So there's a way to to position yourself to really hear from God. I know you and I can live and walk every day and hear from God. I mean, just in our daily routine, God will speak to us. But I mean, when there are particular situations that you need to hear from God on something uh, critical, perhaps, then you want to make sure you're in the right position. So we're going to talk tonight on something I mentioned to you briefly uh, uh, a couple weeks ago, I think it was, on ministering to the Lord. Last Wednesday, I think it was. And uh, I told you that I had been reading through, the, uh, reading this particular section of Acts. And when I read it, I happened upon this part here where it said that they ministered to the Lord. Y'all shut your cell phones off and everything, please. I'll wait. So they ministered to the Lord. And so when I read that, I said, well, Lord, I, I, I read it, I see it, I understand English. I understand grammar, but I want you to explain to me what that means. Yes, and how many know that when you ask God for something, yes, the Bible says in the book of James, chapter 1, if any man like wisdom, yes, let him ask of God who gives liberally and he upbraids not. He doesn't uphold, or he doesn't uh, sit there and critique you and, and criticize you when you're asking for wisdom. His wisdom is available. Yes, when you read through Proverbs every month, you understand wisdom cries out in the streets, yes, wisdom calls out saying, hey, listen to me, I got something to, to tell you. Right? And so we don't reject wisdom. So, as I asked God for that wisdom telling me about this, uh, it didn't come right away. You know, I'm praying in the Spirit and seeking His face, and I didn't hear anything. So, one day I'm listening, uh, last Wednesday, in fact, to uh, Dr. David Oyedipo, who pastors one of the world's largest churches. He's over in Nigeria, uh, Lagos, Nigeria. And um, he was ministering about church leadership and so forth. And he, ta- he hit on this subject here briefly about ministering to the Lord. I said, wow, that's awesome, because he began to answer uh, to, a, to, a little, to a small degree my questions about ministering to the Lord. And so we came in last Wednesday night, and we began to just do that, to, to do what I heard him talk about. And so as we went on, uh, we kept going. And then on uh, Friday, I think it was, I was listening to uh, Friday, Friday afternoon or evening, early evening, I think it was. And I'm uh, listening to Apostle Derber and Mama Alberta doing their daily teaching, their daily broadcast. How many of y'all watch that? You really really, really wanna watch Awake to Righteousness. It comes on every day on YouTube. Uh, Watch, subscribe, and share that. Learning about your righteousness, uh, how to walk that out and live that out. There's all kind of privileges that we have because we're made righteous. And you got to know how to. If you're gonna overcome sin and condemnation, you got to. You got to. If you're gonna overcome sickness and disease, you're gonna you got to know about your righteousness. If you're gonna overcome poverty and lack, you got to know about your righteousness, because it's only by right standing with God that we can enter into this place where we can communicate properly with Father God, right? And so I'm listening to that, uh, watching the broadcast, and uh, all of a sudden, uh, Dad Apostle Derva begins to minister on ministering to the Lord. It wasn't part of their oh. script, that, uh, their the, the, um, the devotional that day, but he, he said, he started ministering on it, and he said this, man, I feel the Holy Ghost. Hey. And I yelled, I said, I know you do, because I'm putting on you. <laughs> now, they take this a few weeks back. But I had asked God a few weeks back, explain this to me. And so he began to explain in more detail that I had heard that previous Wednesday about ministering to the Lord. And so I thought, wow, God, you are so good. You are so faithful. How many of y'all know God is real he's alive? He's not some fake God, some dead God, some picture, some old man on some, you know, chair somewhere with a long beard like just do the best you can on this earth. No, he's a real living God. He's a real father. He's a real a teacher. He's a real leader who cares about us. Yes. And if you ask him for something, he's going to answer you. Yes. Call unto me, Jeremiah 33, verse 3, and I will answer you and show you great and mighty things that you know not of, that you do not know. Well, I didn't know that. Right. So he began to answer me. Praise the Lord. And as I began to, to do what I was learning, I thank God that I, okay, I begin to see the benefit of that. So tonight, I want to share this a little bit with you tonight on this subject of ministering to the Lord. Is that all right? Yes, sir. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I know some of you were disappointed because I was going to stop, I, you know, finish to save to the other most. Well, you got it. Just do it. Yes, do what you've been taught and let God save you till he's finished. Right. Spirit, soul, body, spiritually, financially, emotionally, let him save you all the way. Yes, right? Yes, now, there's a popular phrase that we hear in church, and when I say it, you'll know whether you've said it or whether you've heard somebody say it. People say, that song really ministers to me. How many ever heard that? That song really ministers to me. Now, there's nothing wrong with a song ministering to you. There's absolutely nothing wrong with the song ministering to you. But that doesn't position you to hear from God. It's wonderful. It can, it can refresh your soul. Songs can do that. There are songs that have refreshed my soul. There are songs that minister to me in the mornings when I'm praying. There are songs that minister to me when I've been in a battle. So not, uh, please don't think I'm picking on that. There's nothing wrong with songs that minister to you. But where the power lies, where the, where the connection lies, where the real anointing lies, is where there are songs that minister to the Lord. You know, people use this, this story all the time about from 1 Samuel 30. Where David, the Bible says David encouraged himself in the Lord. How many of y'all ever heard that, that story? David encouraged himself. Some translations say David strengthened himself in the Lord. And what people usually tend to think is that when David began to say something, being to tell, you know, talk about, well, you know, you can make it. You, can, you, you good, you, you, you know, whatever. No, how David encouraged himself in the Lord was he ministered to the Lord. Yes. Because that's all David always knew. David knew how to minister to the Lord. He was a worshiper. He was the sweet psalmist of Israel, the Bible calls him, right? You ever heard that phrase, the sweet psalmist of Israel? So as the sweet psalmist of Israel, he always, he was accustomed always to ministering to the Lord. So David knew how to encourage himself. He knew that if he ministered to the Lord, the Lord would minister to him. How many of y'all understand that we need the Lord to minister to us? Well, the way to get the Lord to minister to you is if you minister to him. So God wants, and I'm telling you, this is something that, that I, when I look around, is very scarce in the body of Christ. Very scarce in the body of Christ. People knowing how to minister to the Lord. My people perish. My people are suffering for lack of knowledge. People uh, don't know how to minister to the Lord. They're looking for God to minister to them, or they're looking for things that minister to them. But what happens is when that when you go after things that minister to you, it generally has a very temporary uh, feel to it. Am I right about it? But when you learn how to minister to the Lord, it leaves a lasting impression because it allows him to now come minister to you and he begins to fix and change and rearrange and break and destroy some things that have been gripping your life. If you want God to deliver you from any kind of oppression, don't look for songs that minister to you. Oh, this is... I notice that this, this is not this is not the normal thing here, but don't look for songs that minister to you because guess what? That's what the world does. If if somebody goes through a breakup in the world, I'm talking about they're unsaved in the world, right? They know how to turn on you know uh, midnight love, you know oh baby I'ma slow it down baby quiet storm. They're gonna put on the right song. They put on a little Sade or something like that, <laughs> you know. People still listen to Sade from what I understand. I don't. But people, people put on, you know, Mary J. Blige, and they're going to put on the temptation of something. They're going to find something to just kind of, you know, make them feel better and you know, whatever. But how many of y'all know that that doesn't last? And the, and the point I'm making with that is that's what the world does. That's exactly what the world does. They find a song and some ice cream and some wine or something like that. A pint of Ben and Jerry's. Oh, I'm sorry. I don't, no, no, no. I don't, I don't mean to pick on Ben and Jerry. A pint of Publix, premium. Oh, I'll leave Ben and Jerry's alone. A pint of something. Hagen does. Okay, well, that's not okay. Hagen. Okay, that's, that's gonna that's gonna appease their souls. They're going to let that ice cream minister to them. Now, can I, can I paint a picture for you? How many of y'all have I seen people who get depressed about, about their, their weight or their looks? And what do they do? They go eat. The worst things. And what does it do? Makes the situation worse. So when a person is depressed about a breakup and they go listen to a a sad, sad, (gasps) they don't feel better. They just feel more of the same. Am I right about this? And they go from just being sad to being borderline depressed. To going to do something stupid like hiding in some bushes, looking at something. Slashing tires, busting windows. Ask me how I know. Jesus, we'll talk about that at home uh, so I wasn't always saved like I'm saved now praise the Lord so I'm just telling on myself see so if you, don't, if you don't do the right thing, go to the right source you will only here's an SAT word, exacerbate the problem magnify, you'll make it worse And what's happened in the body of Christ is because we've not learned, you know, in wholesale how to minister to the Lord, we normally gravitate to things that we think minister to us. And now again, I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with songs that minister to you. Because there are songs, and trust me, there are times when, when you need, God will send something to minister to you. But the way he works is when he's doing it It's because whether you even understand that you've done it or not You have already ministered to him Many of you, you have already ministered to the Lord and didn't even realize it But see, once you learn it You make it a a regular practice in your life You're going to see this constant flow and connection between you and Father God How many of y'all would love to have that in your life? Just a constant flow between you and Father God. A constant communication, a constant connection between you and Father God. That your, your devotion time is no longer dry. Your prayer time, you no longer fall asleep in it. Your time in the word goes to another level. I'm I'm going to teach you the key tonight. That the key is ministering to the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Now, let's look at something here. Because we need more uh, songs, music, praise and worship. Now, I'm I'm not picking on praise and worship. That's just the easiest way to express what I'm talking about here. You understand that? We need more of those things that minister to the Lord. <laughs> I was sitting in a couple of services uh, the last couple of days, and I'm like, I'm like oh, this is, this is rough. Not here, I'm talking about somewhere else. And I'm like, oh, Oof. Because as excellent and skilled as, as the musicians were and all the singers were, I mean, the sound was tight. Professional sound, I mean, it was just tight. But all the songs were like, uh, I'm like, oh, Jesus. Lord. And I'm not going to lie. Yesterday, I was dozing off. I'm like, because the, the, the songs were all about us. And I understand there are times you, you know, well, let me just say, say it. They were all about us, and we weren't talking much about him. So I couldn't connect. You follow what I'm saying to you, and so um, I I don't. I don't want us to get caught up in that. In Psalm 22, let me start at verse one. Psalm 22, verse one. Let's look at this here. Psalm 22. Verse one, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? I think about Blair Underwood. You see him on that commercial for that, the Bible, the Bible video or whatever. Why are you so far from helping me and from the words of my groaning? Keep going, please. Verse two. Oh my God, I cry in the daytime. Oh, my God, I cry in the daytime. Oh, my God, I cry in the daytime. Oh Oh, my God, I cried the daytime. I'm not picking on anybody here. I don't know anything about your business. I'm reading the Bible. Oh, my God, I cried the daytime, but you do not hear. Don't raise your hand, but has anybody ever felt like that? Don't raise your hand. And in the night season, and and am not silent, means I'm crying all day and all night. But you are holy. Come on enthroned in the praises of Israel. Now go back to verse two. Go back to verse two. Back to verse two. He's not enthroned in the cries. Hallelujah. He hears your cry, but he doesn't take up habitation in the cry. Anybody ever had to cry? Come on, tell the truth anybody ever had to cry cried all night long. Lay awake at night. That's all right. Jesus, he will fix it after a while. That's the most sad. Don't you ever sing that song right now. Why would you lay awake at night and you just said, Jesus, will fix it? Well, if he will fix it, go in the bed. Right? So he, he doesn't inhabit. You know, we see that in verse 3, it says enthroned, but we know it normally as inhabit. So in verse 2, he doesn't inhabit our cries. He hears them, but he doesn't inhabit them. He sees your tears. Yes, he sees my tears, and we, people all kind of gospel music about it. He sees your tears. Yeah, he sees them. Your tears. Oh! Test them of whatever they say. What? Great for your tears. But he doesn't inhabit your tears. He sees them. He's touched by the feeling of your infirmity. But if you want his presence, if you want his anointing, if you want him to anoint you with the oil of gladness, if you want him to give you the oil of joy for mourning, then you got to put on the garment of praise for your heaviness. Y'all know that scripture? He gives the oil of joy for mourning and the garment of praise for our heaviness. If you want oil of joy for your mourning, you got to put on the garment of praise for your heaviness. So he, he may see and sympathize with your crying and with our tears. But he's not going to come down and get in that. He's not going to come in that. He's not going to come down. He's not going not, not to set up a throne until you switch to verse 3 of Psalm 22 that says you are holy enthroned in the praises of Israel. Or you inhabit the praises of Israel. Everybody say, he inhabits my praise. Yes. That means God, Father God, sets up his throne. Father God makes his habitation in our praises. And so when it says he sets up his throne or he inhabits, that means he comes and dwells. He sits down. And if you want God to sit down in your situation, you got to stop, stop your crying. You got to, okay, okay. I love you, Lord. You follow what I'm saying? You've got to switch from crying to praising. You've got to switch from your sorrow to joy. Hallelujah. Well, I can't, I can't just switch from sorrow to joy. You can. Even if you have to leap for it. The psalmist said, yet I will praise the Lord. Yet I will. That means it's some mess in my life, but yet I will praise the Lord. In this circumstance right now, it's all kind of stuff trying to keep me from praising God and make me cry all night long, but yet I will praise the Lord. And why am I going to do that? Because first of all, he's worth my praise even in the midst of all other of things. But I need his presence. And his presence will not come down in the crying and the tears. But his presence will be in my life if I begin to minister to the Lord. Can you say amen? Hallelujah. Can y'all deal with this tonight? Thank you, Jesus. Now, I don't have a whole lot. This is, just, this is simple for us to go through here. All right? When we minister to the Lord, He ministers to us. If you write that, write that down. When I minister to the Lord, He ministers to me. When I minister to the Lord, He ministers to me. Well, Pastor, that's something I need to write it down. Yes, you do. Be not a forgetful hearer. That means you're going to probably forget what you heard I know it's simple But when I minister to the Lord To see there's going to come an occasion Where you're going to have to go back over that note and look at it I know you know this already But you probably need to write it down So that when that occasion hits You can go back and look at it <laughs> Y'all getting this right? Yes, sir. When I minister to the Lord, He ministers to me. Now, when He ministers to you, He's going to come in, if you allow it, and eradicate everything that's going wrong. When you minister to the Lord, He's going to come in and overturn, overpower, and overrule everything the devil's come in your life to do. I mean, you do know you have an adversary. The devil. You do know you have an adversary. The devil. God said, I will be an adversary to your adversary. I'll be an enemy to your enemies. I'll oppose those who oppose you. But you got to let him in. I'll show you tonight if I get to it, hopefully I'm going to get to it tonight, that when the children of Israel faced an enemy, their praise made a a miraculous difference in them because if not, they would have been defeated. They would have been defeated and you'll be defeated if you don't get God's presence in your life. Y'all are not saying anything to me. Child, I know you're saved. But that doesn't mean you have his presence. I'm preaching to than and y'all let know. I know you're saved. I know you're filled with the Holy Ghost, but that does not mean you are walking around with his presence. Well, God is omnipresent. God is everywhere. I'm not talking, I'm not talking about God's omnipresence. I'm talking about his tangible presence in your life. Because if God is just ever present, then certainly he'd stop a lot of stuff from happening in your life if he was really present all the time in your life, would not he? You wouldn't be thinking, you wouldn't be doing what you're doing if he's always there right there. Oh. Some of these things that have been happening to us wouldn't be happening to us. If we, if we, see, see that, there's a difference between having, having um, God, God uh, we know he's for us, and having God with us. even having him in us. We know he's in us, but I need him to be with me. How God, Acts 10, 38, anointed Jesus of Nazareth with what? With who? The Holy Ghost and power who went about doing good and what else? Why? For God was with him. He had Father God's presence with him. Now, if it was just understood that we always have God with us, the Bible would not have put that part in there that God was with him. The Holy Spirit was careful to make sure that Paul uh, wrote this with the, or who, I'm sorry, Luke, that Luke wrote this that God was with Jesus. Don't take that lightly, ladies and gentlemen. Don't think little of that, that God was with him. Walk with me, Lord. Walk with me. No, you walk with him. No, don't, don't take God some of the places you go. Don't make God watch some of the stuff you watch. No, you walk with him. No, don't, don't. You hold my hand. No, you hold his hand. Yeah. <laughs> That's not suitable. Come on. Hold on. Praise <laughs> God. <laughs> Praise God. See, we need him with us. See, there, there are too many decisions that we have to make every day. Father, I need you. I need you right now to show me what to do. I mean, I guarantee every one of us. You encounter at least one or two obstacles. Oppositions from the enemy every single day yes. How many of y'all had a couple Oppositions today yeah, You had a couple of cases a day you could have just Okay I'm a, I'm a I'm <laughs> <laughs> And if it had not been You Come on, sir. God being with you Come on. Thank you, Lord. you see so I need him with me, with me And I need him with me all the time when I go in the store, I need him with me. Amen. When I'm driving down the street, I need him with me. When I lay down at night, I need him with me. When I come here, you know when I'm not in my office before I come out here to preach, I'm not in there playing no solitaire. I'm not playing no games on my phone. I'm praying, Father God be with me tonight as I go out here. Be with me for this service. I need you, Father. I can't do this by myself. If I don't have your anointing, this is not going to happen today. I'm praying. I'm praying in tongues. I'm praying in English. I'm asking God. God, my, my competency comes from you. My ability comes from you, Father. I'm depending on you right now to help me. Holy Ghost, be with me. Holy Ghost, confirm your word with signs following. Holy Ghost, touch the hearts of your people. Be with me now as I go out to minister to your people in this service because I can't do this by myself. I'm not that good of a speaker. And even if I was an excellent speaker, without him, there'd be no impact on your life. I need impact on, to come on your life, right? Come on, don't y'all agree with that? I need to be impacted by the word of God. I need to be impacted by the anointing of the Holy Ghost. I, don't just, I mean, I can listen to any speaker, any time, any day, anywhere, but I need some impact. I need the presence of God. So, listen to me. I was thinking about this earlier today. That that, that anointing, that presence isn't just for pastors. If you're going to usher, y'all hear me, ushers? If you're going to usher, you need the presence of God with you as you usher. Because you never know what, you're the first one that's going to encounter a demon. You're going to encounter a demon, first of all, the demon never come out here and act out. You're going to be the first one to count on that demon. You, you can get rid of that demon at the door. Don't even let him come and disrupt the service. I don't mean kick the person out. I mean kick the demon out. Let the person come on in here. You kick the, kick the demon out. Y'all believe there are real demons, right? Greeters at the door, you greet people, you ought to be praying. Good morning. How you doing? Holy Spirit, show me something. Oh, i peep that. I'll bind that in Jesus' name. I take the door over right now. I cast you out. Get out of that life right now in Jesus' name. Go right ahead. You may you going. you. You understand? Everybody needs the presence of God with them in your in your life. Hallelujah. Every usher, every greeter, deacons Come on now, deacons, I ain't going to leave y'all out you need, the, you need the Holy Ghost, the deacon You guys are, are the ones that second in command You guys are in charge You're going to deal with some stuff that you can't deal with With your own knowledge, your own wisdom, your own skill Flight leaders You need the presence of God. How many of y'all have learned that already? You got to deal with some stuff and like, oh, some situations. Oh, my God. You can't do this without the presence of God. Well, how am I going to get the presence of God? He inhabits the praises of his people. That when you and I learn every day, not Sunday only, not Wednesday night if I happen to go, but every day. single day of my life on Sunday and on Monday and on Tuesday and on Wednesday and on Thursday and on Friday and on Saturday. I need him, so I've got to learn how to minister to him every single day. When you first wake up in the morning, good morning, Father. Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. How are you doing today? How is the kingdom of God today? Oh, I praise you and I glorify you. I thank you. I sing of your mercies every morning and your faithfulness every night. You are good and your mercy endures forever. You minister to him before you even put your feet on the floor. Before I leave this house, get on that dangerous road? You're going to get on a dangerous road without having minister to the Lord? When there's a, there's a lion out there? Tell you, maybe, there's a lion out there. You don't get out there and hit the road, and you ain't even spent time with God. No. Well, I was in a rush. Well, I, I understand. I understand. You got to fix that. You got to fix that. You got to go to bed at night. Get off Facebook. Get off Instagram. Get off Netflix. Go to bed at night. Get up early in the morning. Give me Mark One Thirty Five. Now in the morning. I'm, I'm not an early bird Now in the morning Having risen a long while Before daylight Before daylight Before daylight Well I gotta be at work at 8 o'clock Well good, it, ain't, it, ain't, it ain't daylight till 7 Get up before daylight No see what it is I can get up and I to iron my clothes And all that iron them, iron them oh night. Night. Do like we do in the old days Iron them for the whole week when you, you were in school, your mama made you around for the whole week. Now you're grown. Now you're gonna do it in the last minute and always be late to work. You're already on a bad path. No, do it last night so you can get up while a long while before daylight. He went out and got by himself, and there he prayed. I guarantee Jesus wasn't going out there and praying. Oh, Lord, I don't know how I'm going to make it today, Father. I need you to help me because I don't know how I'm going to make it. It's going to be, I'm dealing all kind of stuff. No, he's ministering to the Lord. He's ministering to his Father. I praise you, my mighty God, my mighty Father. This is what he's doing. He's ministering to the Lord. You know how long fa- Jesus Christ fasted at the beginning of his ministry? How long? 40 days and 40 nights. You know what he was doing he was mat- while he was fasting? Ministering to the Lord. I mean, he didn't have any problems. He's fasting for the days. Fasting for the nights. He's ministering to God. And you know what happened at the end? The Bible says angels came and ministered to him. Angels came and ministered to him. Now, I told you that we could also subtitle this how to position yourself there from God. So Jesus finishes his fasting and he goes, opens the book, and there it is. Word about himself. Find himself writing the word. Oh, you're hearing this here. So I need to get my praise going. <laughs> and I'm talking about a substantial praise that ministers not to me. Can y'all hear that? Yes. Not ministering to me. Not go find the songs in your library that's going to that's minister to me this morning. If you really want to get into the presence of God, I'm going to say it like I see like I it. If you really want to get into, into the weeping eyes, not running presence of God. None of y'all have been, you ain't never been there, huh? Y'all never been there and just eye crying, just ugly, all by yourself, just snot everywhere. You want to get there is you minister to the Lord. And if you can't find a song, you sing your own song. Make your own words up. Talk to him You're altogether lovely Altogether worthy Altogether wonderful to me Here I am To worship I'm checking in Lord, I'm here to worship you I'm a worshiper Somebody said I'm a worshiper Oh say it like you mean it I'm a worshiper I may not be the best singer, but I'm a worshiper. I may not know how to how to hit the flats and the sharps all right, but I'm a worshiper. I can't do a run or a riff or a roll, but I'm a worshiper. And when I worship, the presence of God comes in my room. The presence of God fills my car. The presence of God hits my deck. Oh, wherever I am when I worship. When I worship him, angels join in. The glory of heaven will fill your room. You don't think you're going to walk out of there more peaceful? You don't think you're going to walk out of there more strong than you were? You don't think you're going to walk out of there with more joy? You don't think you're going to walk out of there with more anointing and more power? So that thing that you have been thinking about is gone all of a sudden. Oh, my goodness. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus lift your hands just a minute just, just thank him, just worship him right now in this place ha 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 oh praise you Jesus oh we praise you Jesus we magnify you Jesus we glorify you Father God Oh, we adore you, Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, we love your presence. We love your presence. We love your presence, Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. You're ministering right now. I guarantee you he's going to minister to you. I guarantee you he's going to minister to you. Oh. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I love you Lord Jesus. Thank you Jesus. Now you've got to press past when you minister to the Lord. You've got to be willing to sacrifice yourself. To give of yourself. Because again, the tendency is I'm looking for something to minister to me. But trust me, you will be ministered to. Remember I taught you on Sunday the law of reciprocation? Yes. Yes. If you refresh another? Yes. Proverbs 11:25. Put that on Proverbs 11:25. Put it in the King James. Yes. Yes. I want to find his right word. Put it in the NIV. Is the word I'm looking for. That's it. Whoever refreshes others will be refreshed. When you pour out, when you minister to others, you'll be ministered to. That's the law of reciprocity. That's why we say the generous soul will be made rich. You'll prosper. You'll prosper. You'll be rich if you minister to people. Be a blessing of people You can't help but become rich of you and, and if you allow it And just minister Because it's a law It's a spiritual law And the other part of that is uh, The way you see it manifested too If you refresh somebody else You'll be refreshed right. that's the word. Well guess what If you get up in the, in the morning Or throughout your day With I'm going to refresh God ah, ah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Refresh God How can I refresh God water on him. Pour out water on him. Give him of your substance. Worship him and adore him. Magnify him. Exalt him. When you're doing that, you are blessing the Lord. Bless the Lord, O my soul. And all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O oh my soul, and all that's within me. Huh. That's Psalm 103, verse 1. Bless the Lord. Put it on the screen. Psalm 103, verse 1. Bless the Lord, O oh my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Say it again. Bless the Lord, O oh my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Isn't it interesting that we've only been Generally, taught about the Lord blessing us. Right, right, right. But you can bless the Lord. That's right. But he says, No, you bless the Lord. Yeah. That's right, right. Oh, my soul. Oh. Oh. Out of the, your your innermost being, yes. remember the Old Testament, so yes. we talk about the soul and spirit being one in the Old Testament, their understanding of it. So, out of my innermost being, every part of me, I give everything I have. I'm gonna bless the Lord, oh my soul, and He says, "And all that is within me, all that is within me. Say, all that, is within me. all that is within me. I give you all of me. I give you all of me. See, all that is within me. That means I'm withholding nothing. I don't hold a thing back. See, worshipers." People who minister to the Lord, they generally get ugly. What? Help me out, somebody. You you don't care about how your hair looks, and you don't care if your tie ends up way over there. You don't care about your dress being wrinkled anymore. When you really, really want to get down dirty, dirty, and worship the Lord, you don't care nothing about how your makeup was all done and you paid $4 to $5 somebody to do your makeup before church and all that kind of stuff and somebody did your hair, you got a fresh hair piece, you don't care nothing about that. When you think about the Lord, when I think about the Lord, how he saved me, how he raised me, how he filled me with the Holy Ghost, What to it do? It make me want to shout. Yeah. Yeah. Shout! Yeah. See, and when you shout, you don't care nothing about what your neighbor think about you, what the person behind you think about you, what the one in front of you think about you. I'm shouting for him. He's been so good to me. I cannot tell it all. from a mighty long way, you don't know what He's done for me. He gave me the victory. Tell somebody you don't know what He's done for me. He gave me the victory. So sometimes, it comes down from your, up from your toes. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yes, sir. You're not worried about being embarrassed. No. You're not worried about being humiliated or ashamed. You're not thinking about what anybody think about you. You're not thinking about how you're gonna look when you finish with this. You're not thinking about where the tissues, where the towels, where the, where the, where the, where the throw cloth, I might fall out everything, oh Lord. Remember back back in the day, you used to dance in church, and they used to, all of us used to get around you, make a circle, and try to hold you. Let me out this circle! I gotta praise my God! Hallelujah! You can't hold my praise. You better hold my mule. See, this says, "Bless the Lord, O oh my soul." Give me an Amplified Classic on that. Uh, let me see. Is this, this is the way it says it. There's another way it says it in one of these. No, that's not it. Yeah, um, give me NIV. And we're going to try Message. One of the modern translations. Because there's, there's a different way it says it here. Keep going. Give me Message. It, you know, it might have been the Living Bible where it says, bless the Lord, I tell myself. myself. Bless the Lord, I tell myself. See, oh, my soul, you got to tell yourself to praise God. Because inherently, you're selfish. You know what I'm saying? Just naturally, and you got to break past that. You're born again now. You're a child of God now. You have a new nature. And you got to tell yourself, no, I'm going to praise the Lord. I know you don't feel like yourself. I know you worked all day and you tired and you've been through, but you're going to bless the Lord tonight. I know you spent an hour and a half doing your makeup and doing your dress just right and had somebody do your hair just right. Iron your tie and your pocket square and your polish his shoes and let everything out so pretty but no, no. self you're going to praise God right? sometimes you got to praise past your personality y'all better say something to me you got to pray. there it is, new, yeah, thinking new living I te- praise the Lord I tell myself we have a new living right in there So they probably upgrade it. It's a different, it's a new, new living. Yeah, but it's praise the Lord, I tell myself. That's the original new living right there. Praise the Lord, I tell myself. Sometimes you gotta talk to yourself. You shouldn't talk to yourself. Sometimes you gotta talk to yourself. Self. We're not gonna cry no more. Self. We're not going to be worried anymore, self. We're not going to be anxious anymore, self. We're not going to live in fear anymore, self. We're not going to be broke no more and let sickness dominate our lives and all no. Self, we're going to praise God because we I need the presence of God in my life. I need the spirit of God right here. I need a refreshing from the Holy Ghost. So self, praise the Lord. Now go back to the uh, New King James. Bless the Lord, oh my soul, and all that is within me. All that is within me. Now when you really uh, get into a place of this worship, honoring God, magnifying God, this place of ministering to the Lord, you're going to give out of your substance. Now let's look at Luke chapter 8, verse 1 through 3, probably just 1 and 2, but we'll maybe maybe read through verse 3. Luke 8. Y'all see this here? This is New Testament. Jesus is ministering. Now it came to pass afterward that he went through every city and village preaching and bringing the glad tidings of the kingdom of God, and the twelve were with him. Now Jesus is out ministering. And certain women, watch this, who had been healed of evil spirits and infirmities, in other words, he had done something for them. Y'all see this? Switch to the King James. I'm gonna start All over. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Switch to the King James. We we'll start on verse one. Y'all got a few more minutes, right? Yes, sir. And it came to pass afterward that he went throughout every city and village, preaching and showing the glad tidings of the kingdom of God. And the twelve were with him, and certain women who, which had been healed of evil spirits and infirmities, has anybody here ever been healed of anything? Yes, In your bodies, yes, emotionally, yes. in your mind in your finances, in your marriage, in your family, all the above, check, 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 check. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Here's an example. One, Mary called Magdalene, out of whom went seven devils. And Joanna, the wife of Chuza, Herod Stewart, paymaster, and Susanna and many others, watch this, which ministered unto him of their substance. So they took what they had ministered to him. Now we understand within the context it's talking about financially. Do you see that? We know it. They, they ministered to him of their substance. In fact, if you were to go back, don't switch, but if you were to look at the New King James, it'll say they provided to him Uh, unto him of their substance. Other translations will say they ministered to him of their possessions. But I want to, if you allow, I want to use the word substance and minister. They ministered to him. Something had been done in their lives. He had already ministered to them. They, out of their thanksgiving, now ministered to him. So guess what happens then? Verse four, he goes back to ministering to them. And when much people were gathered together and were come to him out of every city, he spake a par- by a parable. He began to teach the biggest, most important parable in the whole Bible. Powerful, sir. It's no coincidence that it's right after they have ministered to the Lord wow. out of their substance. So the point I'm making to you out of this is that if you want to position yourself to hear from God, you must minister to him out of your substance. Now, I'm not, remember, this is finances, but I'm not talking about finances right now. We were taught on that a couple weeks ago. I'm talking about out of your substance. In Psalm 139, Psalm 139, y'all know that scripture, and it talks about we're fearfully and wonderfully made. The, uh, the psalmist says, you knew my substance. You knew my substance. Find that from in, in the media in Psalm 139. I will praise thee, O Lord. Praise the I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are thy works, and that my soul knoweth right well. Keep going, please. Because my substance was not hid from thee. So you have substance. I have substance. Come on. You understand? You're, you have makeup. So with your whole makeup, that's why praise and worship, when you minister to the Lord, out of your substance, it's, it's, it can't just be uh, audible. I shout. Praise God. Well, the Bible says in Psalm 47, verse 1, clap your hands, all you people, and shout unto God with the voice of triumph. Y'all not catching this. It's more than just, well, I'm going just, I'm to just wave my hands. No. Praise him in the dance. Well, I don't like the dance. This ain't about you. See, you're, 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 (laughs) you made this about you. I'm going to say it again because y'all didn't like that part. This ain't about you. You don't understand? I'm not, I'm not a loud person. This ain't about you. This is about you ministering to the Lord. How would you feel, Shantae, if you went to a, um, uh, burn Steakhouse, Rococo's, uh, uh, Ruth Chris, you know what I'm talking about now, okay. So a fine steakhouse, Ruth Chris ain't really a fine steakhouse, it's nice, but it's nice though. But you, let's say you went there and you sat down to eat, and you look at the menu and you know what you want, I want a steak, I want, how do you like your steak? Medium good, don't, don't burn it, yeah. Medium, and uh, what you like on the side? Broccoli, no baked potato. No baked potato? Amen. For the purpose of my story, I need to go with a baked potato. <laughs> baked potato. Oh, a sweet potato, sweet potato. Okay, all right, fine. Sweet potato. With butter and cinnamon and all that stuff. Okay, all right. So that's, that's what you want. How would you feel if the server... Came to you and said, I don't like that. I don't like steak. I don't like broccoli. I'm gonna give you coleslaw. I, I don't like, I don't like sweet potatoes. No, no, no. I'm gonna give you a, a Yucatan something. I'm gonna give you a something. I'm gonna give you bananas on the side. You gonna say? That's what you're gonna say, whoa! Wait a minute, I, I thought I thought you were serving me. You're supposed to give me what I want. Now when you sit down at a restaurant, you go order what you want. But sir or ma'am, I'm sitting down here right now, you're supposed to bring me what I want. My point to you is when you become God, then you can you can have people worship you the way you like. But since you're not God and never will be God, you got to worship and serve him the way he likes. And he said, praise me in the dance. He said, make a loud noise. He said, make a joyful shout. He said, clap your hands. you See, it ain't about you and how you feel and your personality. You don't get away with that. You're serving him. Oh, y'all don't like that. That's not my personality. What does it got to do with the price of tea in China? Yoda and Todah You throw your hands up and praise him Sometimes he'll tell you to kneel down And worship That's not comfortable This ain't about you being comfortable Who's serving who here? I said who's serving who here? Who's ministering to who? Come on. See, if I'm ministering to him, minister means to serve. That's one one common uh, understanding of it. If minister means to serve, then I'm going to give it to him the way he likes it. You want you want it medium? You want it rare? You want it what you want it with a side of praise? You want it with a side of a shout? You want it with a side of a dance? You want me to run around this church one time? See? It's all about what he, what he wants. Tell your name it's about what he wants. So not what you want, not, you want. not, not how you feel, not what you, 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 you like, not your personality. So you're serving He's him. Serving. He's not serving, He's serving you. Not serving you. Serving he is God. Praise you, Lord. Praise you are. So I'm talking about ministering him to him out of your substance. Out of everything you have. Your feet got to get involved in it. That's part of your substance isn't it? Your hands got in to get involved in it. That's part of your substance ain't it? Your tongue has to get involved in it. That's part of your substance ain't it? Glory to God. Every, let everything that has breath praise the Lord bless the Lord all my soul and all that is within me everything coming from the inside praise the Lord, bless the Lord you don't get to pick and choose I don't want to do that today see if you're doing that then you're not yet ministering to the Lord you're, you're, you're reserving yourself for yourself Which is a huge reason why the tangible presence of God never fills your life. And many times the answers and the wisdom you need does not come. See? Man. Thank you, Jesus. I'm talking about it might be time For you to get radical Bless the Lord I tell myself Shut up about how you feel Shut up about what you're uncomfortable with Shut up about that ain't my personality Changing my personality Thank you Jesus Thank you Jesus Thank you Lord Let me get to one place here Four minutes I have left Give an example of what This ministering to the Lord out of your substance what it looks like Psalm 100 Y'all know that one? Psalm 100 when you minister to the Lord when you minister to the Lord out of your substance when you give him all that you have all that is within me all that is within me watch this make a joyful shout to the Lord I receive. Now I'm telling you, see, I can tell. Hallelujah! Just do it, just do it, just do it. Forget your personality. Go. Now it's funny because I'm looking at some of y'all like, I, I don't feel like it I just don't feel like it I, just, I, just, I don't feel like it I just don't feel like it I just don't feel like it You got to shout for joy You shout, the joy will come The more you praise him, the better you'll feel. Yeah. So I want you to see a shout, a shout in like, hey, mm-hmm. hey, a shout. You gotta kind of from your belly, just kind of like, huh, yeah. Sometimes it's even hurt sometimes. You ever come out of a conference? You can't all talk on Saturday. Yeah. Where well, you been? I've been in a conference all week. I've been in a face. <laughs> Lord, can't be why? because I'm obeying the scripture I'm not taking it as a suggestion I'm taking it as a command because I'm going to praise him with all that is within me so that means even if within me it don't feel like it I'm going to bless the Lord I tell myself shut up we're gonna praise God tonight. Hallelujah. No, we can't praise him. We're mad right now. Shut up, so we're gonna praise God. You're mad at your husband. You can't praise God tonight. Shut up, I'm gonna praise God. You're mad at your wife, don't praise God. You're too mad to praise. Shut up, so am God. children getting all on your nerves Shut up, don't praise the Lord shut up soul I'm going to praise the Lord because the only way I'm going to get through this soul the only way I'm going to get through this the only way I'm going to get through this the only way I'm going to overcome the situation is if I have his divine presence in my life So I'm not, I'm not going to let my emotions run me. No. I'm not going to let my emotions run me. No. I'm not going to let my emotions keep the anointing out of my life. No. I'm not going to let my emotions keep God's presence out of my life. I'm not, I'm not going let to let, let emotions keep me from experiencing the very essence of God. No, you won't always feel like praising God. You won't, won't always feel like worshiping God. But I'm going to make a joyful shout Make it Well God well, if, I guess if the spirit of the Lord come upon me I'm going to shout No, no, no He said make a joyful shout When the spirit comes upon my heart I'm going to dance like David danced That's not the scripture That's a nice song I like the song I, I thoroughly enjoy the song But that's just not Scripture See, you can dance in the natural And by the time you finish dancing in the natural The Holy Ghost will come upon you And now you're dancing in the spirit Has anybody ever experienced that? Well, I'm not that coordinated It ain't even talking about you being coordinated You're not going on dance fever Nothing like that This is just you praising the Lord any of y'all old enough remember Dance Fever? Panitario. Yeah. every Saturday night, boy. <laughs> Some of those old disco days and stuff like that. Oh my God. Let me finish up here. He says, Serve the Lord with gladness. Now, that word, serve is the Hebrew word abad, abad. Now watch what this word means. It means to work, serve, means to serve God, means to serve with Levitical service. Now from the Jacinius Hebrew Chaldean lexicon, here's what it means. To worship God or idols, use particularly of worship of Jehovah God. So when it says serve the Lord with gladness, it's not talking about ushering. And being glad about usher. Hi, how you doing? I'm an usher. That's wonderful. You should do that. But what it says serving with gladness is talking about worshiping him. Ministering to him with gladness. So glad I'm here. So glad. He has made me glad. Oh, he has made me glad. I will rejoice for he has made me glad. He has made me glad. He has made me glad. Made me glad. I will rejoice for he has made me glad. See? See, I'm going to rejoice. I'm going to serve him with gladness. You know one of the curses in Deuteronomy 28? You don't want curses on your life, do you? No, absolutely not. Um... Oh, Lord, where is that? Is it 47? Yes, thank you. Here's one of the reasons the curse comes on. Because you did not serve the Lord your God, this is joyfully worshiping God, ministering to him with joy and gladness of heart for the abundance of everything. Therefore, you'll end up serving your enemies. The Lord sin against you. Are you seeing this? So you don't ever want to go into your life without worshiping and ministering to the Lord with joy and gladness. Your praise, your worship is going to make a difference in your life and your lifestyle. So go back to Psalm one hundred. Let me let me go through that real quick. So I'm already over time here. We're doing all right, aren't we? Yes, we are. You can can tap into an extra five minute grace tomorrow at work, right? Make a joyful shout to the Lord, all you lands. Serve, worship, minister to the Lord with gladness. Notice this all your substance here. Come before his presence with with standing. Huh? Singing. Singing. Now, who he you talking to? Just the singers? No. There's an everybody. Somebody say everybody. Tell your name, this is everybody. Everybody. Yeah. everybody. Yeah. You, is everybody, everybody. Yeah. Including you. Yeah. If, you want, if you want to get into his presence, if you want to get into his presence, you must come with singing. When you get up in the morning, you want his presence, you got to sing. I don't know no song. Write your own song. I can't sing that well. It's a joyful noise. You already told us in verse one it's a joyful noise. King James says, joyful noise. It might sound like noise to everybody in the house, but to God, it's sweet. Come on, somebody testify. Everybody else in the house, it sounds like it's noise. My wife and the kids are pick on me so bad, and I, I kinda think I can sing a little bit, but I, I man, yo yo, y'all pick on me so bad. I'm, I'm just, okay, I'm just, I'm not denying that, I'm just saying, but y'all pick on me. Is it not true that y'all pick on me? Okay, so that's all, of, I just didn't say anything about you. Cause I, man, I'd be in there worshiping, I throw the headphones on, man, and it's like nobody else in the world but me and Jesus. I'm worshiping, and by the time I'm snotting and crying, I, I can't tell the difference between a C and a G and an A-flat and a B-sharp. I can't tell the difference Brother Bear. Just, I'm like, oh, Lord, I want to say that I love you. And I know I sound like a, how, a howling hyena, but me and Jesus, Jesus and me, we're having a good time. That's the goal. It's a joyful noise. But I'm coming before his presence with singing. Know that the Lord, he is God, is he that has made us and not we ourselves. We are his people. It is the Lord. Oh, let me go back. It is he who has made us and not we ourselves. He made you, not you. So it's not about you. It's not about me. Because we didn't make ourselves. He made us. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. So watch this. Enter into his gates. With what? With what? And into his courts. This is how you get into God's presence. Then it says, be thankful to him and bless his name. And in case you don't remember why, for the Lord is good. His mercy is everlasting. And his truth endures to all generations. That's what ministering to him looks like? You gotta serve him. You gotta serve him. Now that same word serve, Pastor Kim mentioned this earlier, because I remember we we looked at Deuteronomy 28, 47 it was, that curse. Now I wanna show you that, if you do serve him, what will happen? If you do minister, minister to the Lord, what will happen? It won't just affect your heart and how you feel, it will affect your lifestyle. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Absolutely. It'll improve your lifestyle. Yes, sir. You remember in Malachi, uh, God said, I'm going to make sure people know there's profit in serving me. Yes. Yes. There's profit, I tell you that, but there's profit in serving God. You cannot go wrong serving God. Now, last thing here, and then we'll, we'll, we'll wrap it up. This, that word we read in, in uh, Psalm 100, verse 2, serve, Abad," it's also found in Job 36, verse 11. Job 36, verse 11. Watch this, Jonathan. If they obey and minister to him, I, it's the word serve, but it's the same word we're talking about here. I might wish y'all awake. wake ah! up. And right if they obey and and serve, abide, worship, minister to the Lord, they shall spend their days in prosperity and their years in pleasures. That's the word of the Lord. Well, how's that gonna happen? Well, you minister to him, guess what he's gonna do? He's gonna turn around and minister to you. Out of... Thank you, Chris. Preach this thing, man. If you minister to him out of your substance, he's going to minister to you out of his substance. Hallelujah. You want to change your financial life, your your prosperity outlook. You want to change your family outlook. You want to change your, your physical outlook. It's when you minister to him, he's going to minister to you. You give him of your substance, he's going to give to you of his substance. When you obey and serve him, some, uh, Job 36 verse 11, you're going to spend your days. How many of y'all want to do that? I don't want to spend my days in poverty and roughness and toughness and struggling and straining on my way home. You know the reason why people struggle and strain on my way home? Because they keep singing about struggling, straining, but I'm on my way home. Going up the rough side of the mountain. That's because you keep talking about going to the rough side of the mountain. Stop going on the rough side of the mountain and go out to the seashore and worship the Lord. Minister to him. Get off that rough mountain. Obey and serve him. Worship him. Minister to him every single day of your life. And you will spend your days in prosperity and your years in pleasures. He wants to bless you. Yes. Yes. He wants to take care of you. Now, Shantae, help me out. You're at what was the restaurant you were at? Ruth Chris. Ruth Chris. And you asked for that medium well steak and that broccoli and that sweet potato. With butter and sugar. Cinnamon. Brown sugar. And they bring it out just the way you like it. What you what you drinking? Coke Zero, okay, don't drink that no more, but this is your story, okay. so I'm going with that. So you're drinking Coke Zero, and that woman or man, they come serve you, and they bring that, that steak, I mean, it's sizzling. They don't, they don't have it sitting on the shelf and going cold, they bring it sizzling. You can hear it, you can almost feel it. That broccoli is still warm, it's, it's just the right firmness. I got some cooks in here, don't I? Barry, Thomas, Howard, y'all, some cooks. That sweet potato, or oh, that that steak has got a little char on it. Now they that that the, the chef, the waiter didn't, the server didn't cook it, but they they made sure. They told the chef. They say, hey, listen, I got a special customer out here. Make sure it's gonna be right. They bring it out, and they they keep your glass full. You never gotta be wondering, hey, where are you? They can I help? Can I bring anything else? And they, they bring you little napkins. They bring you a warm towel. They're going to let you clean your hands off. They're going to take care of you. I mean, they make sure you have everything you need. They're very attentive to you. In turn, you don't just walk out and pay your bill. You take good care of them. You don't sit there, and pull out your calculator, what's 15%? You don't do that. Because they've taken good care of you They've ministered to you So what you say is in return I'm going to minister to him What makes you think God When you minister to him right Won't turn around and minister back to you Out of his substance and take real good care That means that when you really are one Who ministers to the Lord Your life's going to look Vastly different. That's exactly right. Preach, woman of God. You're going to feel it right then. See? See, God wants to bless you. He wants to take care of you. He wants wants to delight your heart we got to make it our aim every single day to minister to the Lord. Give him what he wants. Give him what he wants. Give him what he wants. Let him know you appreciate him every day. Hallelujah. Tell Tell him about himself. Tell him how wonderful he is. Tell him how your life has changed since Jesus came into your heart. Tell him what he means to you. That's, that's how you do it. You minister to him that way. And just let him just flood your life with light, with glory, power, anointing, joy, and gladness. You'll, your life will be spent in pleasures. I mean, that's what the Bible says, right? In his presence, there's fullness of joy, right? Psalm 16, and at his right hand there are pleasures evermore. That's in his presence. You worship him, minister to him, you'll be in his presence. Amen? Amen. Did y'all receive that tonight? Yes. Well, why don't you get on your feet and give God a great praise tonight. Let him know you appreciate the word, you receive it thanksgiving. That's my word, Lord. That's my word, Lord. That's my word, Lord. Thank you for the keys. Thank you for the key tonight, Lord. Thank you for the key tonight, Lord. How to enter into your gates, how to enter into your courts, how to get into your presence, how to have your spirit, how to have your anointing, how to have your glory fill my room, fill my home, fill my car, fill my job, fill my life. Hallelujah, how to get the answers I need, how to get the wisdom I desire, how to get the breakthrough I need in my life. Ministers of the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Father God, tonight thank you so much for the word. Thank you so much for your very tangible presence. Thank you for teaching us tonight, revealing to us a, a key component that we need in our lives. Something that maybe we've been missing. Maybe we've been a holding back, something maybe we've been uh, shortchanging you on because you deserve all the glory. You deserve all the praise. You deserve all the honor. We sing it, we say it, but God, many times we failed to give you that. We failed to give you uh, all of our substance, all of our, uh, everything within us. But Lord, no longer, no longer, we're fully intent, upon giving you everything in us. Even if it's beyond our comfort zone, our comfort level, even if it's outside of our personalities, we will give you what you desire. When you say shout, we'll shout. When you, when you want us to dance, we'll dance. Sing. A new song unto you. We'll praise you with our whole heart. In the assembly of the upright. And in the congregation. We'll praise you before all the other gods. And all the other demon spirits may know. There is but one God. You're him. And so we declare, even as Jesus Christ said when Satan tried to get Jesus to worship him, he said, no, we shall worship the Lord our God and him only shall we serve. So Lord, we shall worship you and you only shall we serve. We'll not serve any other God, not worship any other thing, any other one, and we won't even worship ourselves or serve our own interests will serve you and you alone. Why? Because you're worthy, because you're good, because your mercy is everlasting, because your truth endures to all generations. Tonight, we make this our aim, to make you the center of our attention always, that you may be able to establish your throne in our lives, every day so everywhere we go we carry with us the presence of the living God we thank you and we give you the praise now and always because in Jesus Christ's name we do pray amen, amen. 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 come on put those hands together one more time amen. praise the Lord